And then one day she decided to start living her own life. She organized her crap and she got busy. Hello and welcome to Organized Chaos. I am your host, Kimberly Jensen. I'm coming off of a weekend. uh, Our Organized Chaos Retreat was this past weekend. And I just thought I would give a little synopsis because if you missed it, um, maybe you can put it on your list for next year. It will be similar time frame, September. And here is one thing that I have realized if you are in the process of growing your life. And the reality is if you're listening to a podcast, the, you're probably in a season of growth. You're in a season of wanting to add to your life. And so I just want to encourage this. Um, pour, put into your world a retreat with women once a year, maybe twice, maybe three times. I actually have three, uh, but that maybe even four. So like one, once a quarter, maybe that's a little aggressive for some of you, but I will tell you the fuel to your parenting marriage. Um, you know, I'm reading this book right now that is, it, it, it just talks about the importance of solitude. And the reality is we go into this motherhood thing or this wife thing or, you know, once upon a time, no training manuals, no nothing. And then we're supposed to figure it out. So if we never take time to reflect and maybe you can't get away for a weekend, um, although I will say it's the cheapest route to go because you are obviously, you know, sharing the expense with other people, uh, you will seek that quiet in your soul that is so necessary for you and your family to thrive going forward. And so I just want to say that if you haven't put this into your realm, as we plan for 2023, get that in there because you will see your life change. Uh, this weekend that we just had was basically an, an, uh, a weekend away where we plan, we dream, we assess, we think back, we come away with our calling being defined and actionable items to do within the calling. Um, I feel very focused as to what my, where I need to spend my time and do you know, X, Y, and Z. Um, We also get out our planners and we literally plan the year to come, which again, if you aren't, if you aren't taking the time to do that as, as the year comes to a close, what ends up happening is that you aren't, you never take the time to prepare and then the year comes and then you never have anything to do and you're buying your planner late and you're buying your, you know, whatever late and you're never just like ahead of your game. But when you, I mean, we're like three months out and I have a planner filled out for 2023. That's unheard of. Like that feels glorious. And so what does that look like in your life? Um, Anyway, I just kind of wanted to share uh, because I will be, depending on any feedback that I do get, um, I will be hosting a virtual one um, coming up here. So I just want to put that on your radar. I do not have a date for you yet as we are in the thick of softball season over here. And as a coach, makes it a little more challenging as it would be a Saturday morning for a couple of hours. So stay tuned. Keep your ears out if you missed it and you want something and you need that in your life, then um, I want to be there for you. 
Um, but today I'm going back to parenting, you guys, because I feel like I heard from so many of you that you liked my parenting podcast. Here I am, no manual, no training, just winging it. But I do have like almost 10 years on my belt with four very different children. And I feel like not that that makes me a pro, but it makes me experienced. <laughs> anyway, so I want to talk about that today. I want to talk about the role of motherhood and how it truly can be the greatest job in the world if we allow it to be. And we'll get to that um, here in a second. Today, I just want to remind you that I have a, uh, because I know I'm not on social media uh, right now, or I don't, maybe someday sooner than later, we'll see. But um, I have an entire group on Facebook dedicated to sharing um, links and books and things that are working and it's called chaos bag. You can check it out on my show notes. Um, but there is, a, you know, I try to pour into that group, um, with all of the things that I love and that are working in my family and, um, yeah, and go from there. So anyway, let's get into today's episode. All right, so I know that not everyone is a mom in this group, and so I apologize. I think I always try to speak to the masses, and I have to sometimes remember that as a mom, it's important to talk to other moms. And so uh, this is a mom episode. Um, However, if you are an aunt, or you are a godparent, or you are a grandma, or you are someone who has influence on small children's lives, then to me, this 100% relates to you as well. I think that it is so powerful to think about the fact that this role as a mom is one that will influence what our nation becomes. I mean, take a minute and think about that. We are raising the next generation. We are pouring into the next generation. So if we aren't investing time and effort to help prepare these precious ones, then what are we doing wrong, right? Um, This has a lot, I, I just feel obviously very, this in our current state of the world, this has become even more imperative that we are pouring into these little brains in the best possible way, especially building a heritage of godly leaders right in our own home. Um, but we don't have training and we don't have preparation and we don't have education. I mean, there was no class that told us that like, here's how you do it. And I think knowing that like Satan would have nothing more than for us to continue to minimize the importance of our roles in these children's lives and investing in all of the wrong things so that they no longer are essential to bringing the kingdom of God to their next generation. I think about that a lot and that implores me to ensure that I am diligent in in maximizing the hours and the time that I have with these kids. And again, no training, no preparation. So what do we do as moms? How do we prepare? How do we, um, how do we get better at something that maybe you didn't have a mom that showed you how to do these things? And if you did, then, you know, congratulations, because I feel like that is half the battle in this, um, in this day and age is really being able to have that example, but that's not always the case. And so what can you do 
to ensure that you are constantly in a state of growing your children. So I thought I would come up with like my own training manual so that one day when I'm training up my grandkids or I'm training up my daughter to be a mom or I'm pouring into my daughter-in-laws on how to be a mother, um, I will have something to offer them. And over the course of the, you know, 10 years that I have been a mother, uh, this is what I've got. Here's what I've got for you. Are you ready? Okay, number one. Um, and, And don't forget that every, every, Um, season requires a different mom, a different version of you. And so if you are, you know, in the just newly pregnant to like maybe four years old, (laughs) I'm not even kidding. I feel like that's a whole generation, but the very first year of parenting for sure, remembering that no two days are the same. Your child will change daily, every hour. Well, they'll do different things. And you'll think like, I remember so frequently being like, oh my gosh, they slept through the night. We have to do that exact same thing tomorrow. And then I would do that exact same thing tomorrow and nothing would change and they would not sleep through the night. Or you would, oh my gosh, they had no gas that day. I'm going to do the exact same thing. And then they would have gas the next day. And I'm like, man, I'm the worst. I'm going to cut all these things from my diet. I'm going to do all these things. And if I could go back and tell Kim, no two days are the same. Just breathe and just do your best. In those early stages, really don't take, don't find like trusted sources of people that you really do value and like the way they parent. But remember that your child is different and remember that you don't have to take all advice and unwarranted advice can cause you all kinds of just frustration forever. And so cut it, if cut it early, if you need it out of your life soon, because you will be so grateful that you do put up those boundaries And be sure to only listen or only decide what is going to pour into your parenting. Um, And then I would say, you know, uh, that leads up to really four years old. They are, they are, there's so much learning and change and no two days are the same. So that is my first bit of advice. Number two, be in the word daily. God, even though he wasn't a mother, he literally has so much wisdom for your tired soul in a season of weariness because he knew weariness more than anyone else and he will pour into everything that you need to hear so meditate on his word daily get open your bible and just grab a verse and let it just give you what you need in the season that you're in um and and don't ever let that stop that's one thing that you will take and just never stop um, because the more we are letting his actual word, not devotionals, not books, but his actual word sink into our souls, the more we will be more equipped for what is to come than anything else out there. Um, number three, find, you know, decide what little things you can do daily to bring Jesus into your children's life at a very early age, whether it's you know, praying, um, doing uh, acts of acts of service for other people, um, being different than the rest of the world, because that's ultimately what they're up against, right? Like they're going to come to a day and age where they're going to have to defend their faith. And and I can tell you right now, at I have a fourth grader, a second grader, a kinder, and a little man, and 
early on, the questions and the defending of their faith has already happened. So if my kids aren't fully equipped, they're only going to fail. And helping them learn what it looks like to have that foundation will help them flourish in a way that they didn't even know it could. And so I want to encourage you to find little ways, whether it's Bible verses in their, in their, you know, lunch boxes or, um, you know, equipping them with something that keeps Jesus on their hearts each and every moment of the day, putting a sticker on their water bottle, like the silliest little things will go a long way in a kid's world. Um, and so, you know, help them remember that that, you know, whose they are and what foundation they have. Because when they have that day at school where nobody talks to them, they need to remember that the friend that they will always have is Jesus. They will never need more than that. And even if nobody has them, they are founded in love and truth and um, are here for a reason. And so um, keeping that at, you know, making sure that they remember that always um, is foundational. Um, number four, um, teach your kids how to pray. Teach your kids, teach your kids how to pray for themselves. Teach your kids how to pray for their friends. Teach your kids how to pray for other people, their teachers, their government. Uh, it's not, again, it's not, these aren't things that we're just born into. And so the more they see you pray and the more they hear you pray, the more they're going to be fully prepared uh, to accomplish that. And y'all, if we haven't figured this out, the power of prayer is the most essential and powerful tool we have at our fingertips. And so never let that, never let a day go by without remembering that piece of the equation and teaching them at an early age, just how monumental and powerful it is to change your life will take you, um, to, you know, take you to that next place or take them to the next place that they need it to be. Teach them how to pray in their heart. So when right before they go into a test or an exam or a scary situation or picture day or whatever, uh, you know, up to bat that they have Jesus on their side and, and, and letting, allowing that to see that, you know, keeping him as um, praying without ceasing is really just inviting him into every piece of your day all day long um, is again, a foundational piece to your kids and helping them be raised up for the next generation. Uh, you know, I think that there, I could go on and on, but the truth is these are, that's it. Like the rest of it's going to come to pass. And remembering that being present is the biggest gift you can give your child. Uh, there, the things that come out, Actually, my husband said the other day, so after school, we sit down and I, I make a really yummy, fun tray that keeps them engaged. And I do the tray on purpose. Obviously, it's to help them stay where they are, stay present. And the things that come out during that time are so powerful. And anyway, my husband was listening. He was working from home and he was just saying how it's just so interesting. You know, we have dinner time and we have, you know, we ask them how your day is, but for some reason you get them around this table together and they all start talking about things. And yesterday Carter had a hard day and he was sharing why. And you saw a sympathy from his siblings that I don't think would happen if it was just him and I, right? And I think 
helping them see each other's, you know, I don't want to say weaknesses, but sad moments or, you know, areas where they go, I didn't, you know, no one wanted to be my friend today or whatever is going to help keep them. One of my biggest goals as a parent, obviously, is that my kids would just realize that they literally have the best of friends right at their fingertips. They're, they like, that is a relation, that is something I will pour into more than anything because they will have each other if, you know, and for any reason. And so um, I think helping them see their vulnerability and transparency at a young age is only going to equip them to be more sympathetic uh, because obviously we all know how siblings are and no matter how much we, you know, pour into them, that's just... I don't know. I only had one brother and I haven't ever seen this dynamic with such, you know, four young kids, all the same kind of growth areas. But um, it's powerful to see them see each other as as individuals and want to support them in whatever that is. And so we have to foster that. That's not going to happen naturally. We have to be there and help them get from point A to point B. And so um, it's just, it's really neat to see that and... I can't imagine missing this moment. Uh, it is something that I will literally say no to everything else is long, if it means that I miss out on tray time with my kids. And when we, when I know my calling is to be, one of my callings is to be a mother, then it's easy to say no to everything that doesn't involve being the being growing them and being the best mom possible, um, making sure that they are founded in faith as they head out into the world will help me say yes or no to any of the situations that will come up because we know where the, what, what's important and what isn't. Um, and so, you know, having that definition of what you're calling to motherhood is, is only going to aid in you being able to give your best yeses and um, really protecting your unit. So anyway, I know this was kind of just a lot of information, but I just wanted you to see that you can be fully prepared and equipped because you have the greatest trainer on your side. And so lean in and uh, allow him to change or help you become the kind of parent you always dreamed you would be. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. I hope that it gave you some tools. I hope it showed you what's missing. I hope that you feel prepared and ready to handle whatever is to come your way. I am grateful for this community and I only hope to see great things happen um, even more in the future. Uh, I feel like I have a lot of great ideas. Lots of changes are going to come our way. Um, but I just want to say thank you to those who listen uh, each and every day and um, keep this podcast going. I hope you will share it with a friend and realize just how important your job is in this world of um, motherhood or 
sisterhood or auntiehood or whatever role you play, you play a big part to live that out.